Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast. Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited to be here again for another recap of The Bachelorette for Shell season. Oh, y'all doing all right? Yes. yes. Um, right now, um, we are on episode four. We're, we're already on episode four, right? Yeah, we are actually. Yes. We are on episode four. Yeah, we are on episode four. Yeah, we are so excited to kind of recap with you guys. Um, How are you, Obel? How are you feeling? How was your day? Actually, we're on episode three. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. I'm just (laughs) getting way ahead of myself. Yeah, we, I mean, this is our episode, um, this is our episode four, but we are on episode. Of the podcast, but we are on episode three of Michelle's season. So if you haven't been watching um, the bachelorette so far like if you are not familiar with this show and you haven't been watching it i just hope just listening to our recap can kind of like make you curious and go check it out because currently we have a black bachelorette and i don't know if you know this obel i heard that the rating is not doing too well why do you think that is yeah obviously because First of all, I think the whole controversy around Chris Harrison not being the host anymore probably took some white people off. Um, second of all, I think because obviously we have another black bachelorette. And as I was mentioning several times on this podcast, this show is predominantly white. And now it's for the first time we're seeing a lot more black faces, a lot more black men um, being a part of the show because they never really make it that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then on top of it, um, you know, all these racial issues that um, the Bachelorette has become a lot more um, vulnerable in allowing people to t- kind of talk about it. It probably pissed some, you know, white people who are not ready to hear about, you know, that off. So they're not going to be interested anymore. So it's like, and then we have two women now replacing Chris Harrison, the white face of the show, the white men, male face of the show. So I feel like, honestly, I mean, it was prone to happen. And I can tell that it's not doing well because they keep, advertising so much and this is one of the reasons why i'm so excited to watch it now because it's like dude we she needs support okay she needs support we're tired of this (laughs) we need to support our black sisters (laughs) yes um yeah i definitely why do you think think that that a lot of the white people they are not watching the show because they might be boycotting because one of the lead, the hosts, the main host of the show, he was a host for, I think, 28 seasons. Yeah, so he's been in the Bachelor world for more than 20 years, which is kind of crazy. Um, They boycotted him. He's no longer a host of the Bachelorette. He was a white man, um, a white man. And currently they are in a transitioning period where they're kind of testing out hosts. And we have two girls, a black girl and a Canadian as the host of The Bachelorette. And the rating is not doing too well, but I'm loving every episode. It's really good. Like, I feel like the season is really great right now. Like, they're giving us what they need to give. It's giving what it needs to give. So it if is. you are it not is. watching, I think you should because it's it's really interesting right now. I, I think it is. I think it is. So without further ado, there's so much to dive in into mm-hmm. um, for this past episode that we just watched. Y'all, like, I love Michelle. I, 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 gotta, I can't lie to you, but she's the best. I feel like she's the, 
I, I think she was one of the best or she is the best um bachelorette we've seen this far honestly um i as I'm far really as loving the way she's handling herself and the way that mm-hmm. she's um taking on this role it's looking real good on her and right now she's 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 scoring 10 <laughs> yeah I would say Caitlin Bristol, which is one of the hosts right now. She was one of my favorite bachelorette. The really? Canadian girl. Yeah. The reason so- being is because she made it so fun. She was really good TV. Like she made it so fun to watch. I like Michelle's personality. I think Michelle has the mm. best personality when it comes to bachelorette. <sighs> like she's able to keep her composure she's able to like before she gets mad it seems like she processes everything and then she kind of talk about it so which she's very level-headed and um her personality is amazing i think she's probably has the best personality as a bachelorette but she's not my favorite because my favorite is caitlin because she was fun vulnerable and I kind of like someone that you can actually manipulate because it it's good it makes good TV <laughs> like wow Caitlin was so well, easy to crack right she okay so you know what with that being said guys we're gonna get to the season because I we kind of got to see Michelle being ticked off a little several times you see that she 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 mm-hmm. was not happy and she was disappointed at certain things but this episode specifically you could tell that she was really ready to like kind of like she wanted to let it all out but she was still trying to make sure she mm-hmm. maintained her composure so she won't come off at, at least not too aggressive I don't know what it is but I think she, there are times I want her to Michelle, go off there are times where I feel like Michelle has it in her to pop off on somebody. But, you know, mm-hmm. she's on TV. She's a black um, mixed girl. So she knows how, you know, people label black women already. So I feel like she's trying to do her best to keep her composure, which is nice. And she, it looks really good on her. But you're right, though. When it, when the producers are able to like, manipulate people, it does make good TV. So maybe that's one of the reasons why she's not getting the ratings, too, because people like drama they like to mm-hmm. feel like you know well she's doing a Someone lot that's going to yeah to kind of like feed into the thing and you know it's just like but then again you see a lot of the drama kind of like unraveling in the house mm-hmm. and or in the hotel i should say because they're no longer in the house um then you kind of realize are there producers kind of like stirring that up are they the one kind of telling these people what to do obviously so that the the it's like you could tell they're looking for that drama this season and then what's making it a little bit more like huh this is kind of like boring where michelle's like i'm gonna send all of these people who think they're gonna try to do their little drama thing i'm gonna send them home which i love i really love it for and so for that reason i don't really care much for good tv i just care about seeing those people true characters and seeing them being true to that while on that national television Although we do like to see some drama because that's what gave us things to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, all right. So let's let's start. Um, we already talked about last episode, so we're not going to dwell too much on that. We realized that, okay, now this dra- Jamie drama is kind of like going into this episode and we finally get to see what actually happened. But before we get to that, Nana, talk to us about the group dates. Come on. What do you what, what did okay, you feel so about the, the first group? The date? episode started where they're going to a group date and um it's from a movie Top Gun, right? I think mm-hmm. that was the group date. And the guy from Insecure was on the show. 
Yo, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Jay Ellis, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was on the show. So he was the host of this group date. The guys come and they dress up. And they were doing this thing, this dizziness thing. And you should have seen, um, was it Will's face? Like, Will looked like he was scared. The guy um, with the curly hair? Yes, yeah. I yeah. was kind of nervous for him because he reminded me of, like, every time where my friend tells me, let's go on a roller coaster. And I'm like, I'll see. I'll try it. I'll see if I can do it. And I just sit there and I'm, like, super scared and I never go. So, like, Will's face reminded me of my face every time I'm supposed <laughs> to get on a roller coaster. Honestly, Will was I saying be. that he's he has, like, motion sickness sometimes. So yeah. he was really afraid to get on on the um the rolling. What do they call? I don't know what that? that was. Yeah, what um, was that? But anything, it's something that goes in circle and it makes it people out. have motion sickness. So basically, they had to describe their um they had to express their love for Michelle while they're on this little circling stuff that's going round and round and making them dizzy, and um. So the fight was between Will and Peter, right? So Peter was the first one to go. Peter started speaking um, Italian. Well, not Italian. Italian is the... Right. He spoke Italian. He started speaking Italian? In Italian, yes. He started mm-hmm. speaking in Italian? Yes. That's what he was doing? He was, okay, yeah. yeah he, he was. was he, he started speaking in Italian. And um, right after him was um, Will. Will started expressing the same thing in Spanish. I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but Peter, um, Peter made a note of saying that Will pretty much stole all his line. Because basically they were spinning in motion and they had to express their love for Michelle. And Will express, Peter expressed his love for Michelle in Italian. And Will came and expressed his love for Michelle in Spanish. And that got him really upset. That's when the whole drama started on this group date. And then cut to like the, um, I guess, the group date, like the night portion of the group date. Um, they started fighting. Like, I don't really understand what the fight was about. Do you remember? Which Are you still the... looking for the circling motion stuff? Yes, I really want to You, you could just like let me. it go. You could just let it go. It's okay. Obel is funny, guys. Like, She's not focusing right now. She's like, I have to find the name of the circling really motion wanna thing. I really want to find because I hate not remembering names, obviously, guys. But if you know the name, just put it on the um, uh, on the description below. Basically, when before you go to um um before you go to an aviation school, you usually or if you are if you're working in any type of airline, and you are a um how you call those people again, flight attendant or a pilot. They have to test you with, even in the military as well or in the Air Force, they have to test you and kind of test your motion so that if there is a turbulence or if there is an accident or something in the air, they, that you're, they're mm-hmm. kind of like testing your gut to make sure that you're able to handle that. Um, so they go through that little circling machine. I forgot what it's called. Find out the name. Yeah, but anyway, if you crazy. watch, but if they watch Top Gun, they're gonna know what we're talking about. Like if they, a lot of people know Top Gun, so if they watch it, it's a movie that's coming out in twenty twenty two as well. Top Gun, um, with um, okay, well, we cannot take that long of a pause. We gotta keep it going. Um, so. 
basically, so you're asking me about the, the... Do you want to um, talk about the night portion of the date? Yes, I can talk about it. So you were okay. asking me about what was the drama about, right? Yeah, what was the drama about? Okay, so basically, I was guys... not paying attention. Seriously, and you're about to come record here and you didn't pay attention. But anyway, I don't um, pay so- attention to the juicy part. Oh my gosh. Okay. So basically what happened was while they were doing the um the competition, right? Mm-hmm. Um Peter of all of a sudden got mad because he's saying that Will kind of like um copied him with because while they were doing in that machine, they were rolling. The little over circling circle. thing. That's what we're going to call it, the little circling thing. And they were rolling in that machine. Um, they were also were supposed to express their love to Michelle. So it's like they have to like kind of like express their love for or their um, they have to kind of like express their love to Michelle while they going through that process. And Peter mm-hmm. spoke to her in Italian. And at the end, you see that Will goes because, you know, the little fuel Will and Peter had before when he called him a narcissist. That other episode, if you listen to it, go back and, and listen to it, you'll know what that drama where that drama started but then will goes also and started speaking in spanish so now peter is mad because at the end of all this will ended up winning that competition because he was i guess he showed more um um i guess he won basically he just won because they related or they related more to him because of the way that he expressed his love with um to michelle so everybody liked that aspect of the way that he did it Long story short, Peter is mad um, because Will now gets a jacket and he gets a little a long time with Michelle and he gets to ride with her in a nice little fancy car. And Sorry, so- I don't mean to cut you off, but it was a special jacket. It was like the jacket from Top Gun. Like that yeah. was something special. Right, right. Yeah. It, was a, it was a very special jacket. So he won it and Peter was mad about it. So fast forward into the night. The group night date, right? Now, everybody is talking to Michelle or getting there a long time with Michelle. And while Will is actually talking to Michelle, Peter take it upon himself. First of all, I want you to I want you to tell me how did you feel about Nate when they were actually arguing and then Nate just stood there just drinking his wine in between two grown men just Nate, arguing. <laughs> Nate is me, bro. Like, I don't you know if you guys remember. Left. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember being in class and then there's always this kid that's always arguing and kind of like disturbing the classroom and you can't, the teacher cannot even teach. So then you just sit here like, "Hmm." like you just start thinking about other stuff that I feel like that's what Nate was doing. Like, "Hmm, I wonder what I'm going to have for lunch tonight. Hmm, I wonder what what time this date is going to end. I feel like he was just unbothered, Mm -hmm. but of course, like annoyed. He, I feel like he was kind of like, distracted by all of I think it. Nate was just like what in the world am I doing sitting between two grown men just arguing mm-hmm. like why why am I here right now and you see why the other they doing left them yeah mm-hmm. so long story short it got carried into the um the it got carried into the group date um so Peter is just arguing with Will and everybody's just like what the heck and everybody just stays silent but before we get right into that did you notice that Martin pulls Michelle aside just so that he could talk to her and make sure that she was okay. And it's yes. funny because it's like, dude, I noticed that I he thought didn't that get... was sweet. It was sweet, but you remember that he was the one that actually started this whole thing about how Joe and and they had something about um Michelle talk. He the one that told 
Jamie about the Jill thing. Like maybe they knew each other. It's like that doesn't that bother you? He was the one that started that. And I noticed that the, the nobody way talked he about started it. it. I think he really genuinely started it like not in a way like of starting drama. I feel like he just noticed that Michelle was actually into Joel. And because he felt like they're both from the same um, town, in his head, he was like, what if they know each other? Like, because it yeah, seems like but, he's really feeling her. Right. But I think he started it like it, it was such an innocent comment coming from him. I don't think he was really upset. But yeah. the other guy made it a big deal. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's like, she, yeah, Jamie like, just took it really, upon himself. Yeah, yeah, he's like, she's she's really into him. What if they like actually know each other? Yeah. Okay. Then that's not important then. All right. So mm-hmm. let's move on. Right. So guys, we got into the group um, date. Right. And then now I was telling you how the drama happened. Nate, I mean, not Nate, sorry. Peter, while Will is talking to uh, Michelle, Peter took it upon himself to take the jacket and literally goes and throws it into the pool. Like, what the freak? Like, what in the world is wrong with this dude? Like, Peter literally was just trying to stir up some drama. So being dramatic as ever. Dramatic. I think, yeah, I got to say something about that. I think he was just trying to get some TV time. You think so? Yeah, definitely was trying to get some TV time. It was just not worth it. It's like, dude, why? Why do you have to go through all that and literally just have to throw the person's jacket on, like, literally in the pool? Like, that's so immature. Like, for me, in my opinion, it's like, so obviously maybe that's the only reason. Like, she was trying to get some TV time and he's not really here for Michelle because I feel like people like that, if you're doing something like that, that shows your character. And do you feel like Michelle would actually be interested in you by just showing that immature little boy action? You know, like, do you feel like Michelle will be interested in that? Like, it's it's to me, it's just so bizarre that people would think that after you show me your true colors that I'm just going to sit here and be like, oh, he's pretty interesting. I think I wonder. I mean, then again, there are some people out there that are, you know. And in their right mind, they like what they like, and I can't judge. But anyway, long story short, um, Will is so pissed about it. Poor thing. He started crying. Did you feel bad for him? I really felt bad for him because honestly, <laughs> I was like, why is he crying? And then I thought crying. to myself, I was like, why is this grown man crying because another man threw his jacket in I'm the pool? Tell you why. Like he was I'm getting t- teary. So now I'm like, I understand why he's crying. You know, when you want to punch somebody in the face and beat them up, but you feel (laughs) like you cannot. So the only emotion that can come out is tears. Tears. It was tears of like, man, I wish I could beat his his butt. Yes. Basically. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. this this grown man started crying, y'all. Y'all should see it. It's funny. It was funny. He's like, he's really pushing my button. Exactly. You literally nailed it. You nailed it. No, honestly, that's how I that's how I would feel too. Because I because and you know what I love is the support from Nate when he was telling him, listen, I think Nate just pull back. You know, you're gonna come out of this a bigger person. And I loved him for it. I was like, Nate, keep being you, continue showing your true, beautiful colors. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like there's there's two type of friends in this world. A friend where when you have been tested, there's this friend mm-hmm. that was like, bro, 
you should beat his butt. You know, you should beat his butt. Yeah. And there's a friend like Nate that was like, bro, just just drop it. Take the hide yeah. rope. So that's Nate. And just seeing that character Which friend come are you, out Dana? of him. Which friend are you? Me? Yeah. Which, Which one do you, you think I am? Be honest. <laughs> Which one do you think I am? Are you are you obviously the Nate. You're the Nate type of friend. The one that would tell the person, Thanks. just leave it alone. Just forget about it. You are. Just let you it go, are. bro. Just let, it, just go. let it go. No, that They're just that, trying to that, provoke you. Just let it go. Yeah. And I love that part. But it was really, really, really uncalled for. And the good thing about it is they decided not to tell Michelle. And I think that was the best decision wow. they could have made. Did it, you yes. didn't realize that they didn't tell Michelle? Yes. I, I'm i like, wow, these guys are working as a team. And Clayton had his moment. I don't know if you Yo. noticed, but Clayton was like, why did you throw the men's jacket in the pool? And yeah. then Clayton sounded like a real man. He was like, I know, why, right? Why did you throw the jacket? Do you understand what this could do to this, you know, to Michelle as right a now? Group? And yeah. then after that, Peter was like, are you here for uh, Michelle or are you here for me? Because he's like, no, I'm here for Michelle. But whatever your action is affecting the group right now. Exactly. So I'm like, wow. Exactly. Okay, Yo, Clayton. I'm going to be Clayton honest, had though. his moment. I loved it. Because he seemed be genuinely honest. upset about it. He, he was, was really upset. I'm going to be honest, though. Clayton was really there and was trying to make an effort to get his time with Michelle. And it's so sad mm-hmm. that we didn't get to see him yet get that time that he's desperately mm-hmm. looking for but yeah i got a, i got to see some side in personality to him when he literally um was literally confronting peter about it and was like dude that was just point blank not okay and it's like he called him out on it which was really good to see because the whole time we kept seeing just clayton smiling he's the bachelor but we don't see the depth that they're talking about yet you know and tonight yeah. we kind of got a glimpse of that and i'm pretty sure in the next few episodes coming up we'll get to see more about him but it was pretty nice to see. Mm-hmm. Now let's move on. Um, now after the group date, what happened? Do you remember? Yeah. So after the group date, then there comes the date with the Apple guy Rodney. That's his name, Rodney. Right? Yeah, not a group. Date. I mean, the single date, the one on one date with Rodney. So Rodney, he's like a short, light skinned cocky man. And he's he seems very funny and goofy. So the date was like a truth or dare date. I feel like that date was pretty fun. A truth or dare date is pretty. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool date. Like if you're single and you want to do something fun, you should do a truth or dare date. I think it was pretty cool. So on the date, like let's just talk about stuff that is very important about the date was the part where Michelle. Well, one of the dare mm-hmm. was for him to run around naked saying that. This is our journey. This is our journey. I'm like, would you have done that? That is so embarrassing. This man really stripped down all his clothes. He was completely naked, running around the house saying, this is our journey. (laughs) Honestly, it was hilarious. It was hilarious to me. I think it was cute that he was able to do it because what what made it funny? Because they literally, you saw Taisha and... um, Caitlin, um, looking. Caitlin, literally looking at them, and the next thing you know, all of the men, somebody call all the rest of the guys to kind of see this dude butt naked running around, talk about this is the journey, this is the journey. <laughs> I thought that was wait, was he the one yelling this is the journey, or was it um, Michelle? Michelle kept telling him, "You have to yell, this is the our journey." 
this is our journey. And he wasn't. He was too busy trying to hide his balls. Yeah, Poor let me man. tell you what I <laughs> let me tell you what I feel about the date though. Let me really tell you now how I feel about the 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 date with Michelle with Rod- Rodney and Michelle. So, I really think that what happened is they were trying to see, I mean, she picked him because I feel like obviously she felt like a sense of friendship rather than a relationship and they were trying That's to test to see if there is something more to it. And even in mm-hmm. one of the interviews that the producers had with Malik, Malik, Malik was literally poor thing. I mean, I'm not saying poor thing. I'm saying poor Rodney. He was laughing at him saying like, yeah, I don't see it being a true relationship. Like he was laughing and telling the producers like, yeah, Rodney and Michelle, there's no way they're going to end up together. Obviously look at him. Like he's, it's like, he's like, <laughs> every time I take, he was like, every time I think about it, I laugh. Like he was literally thinking poor, poorly of Rodney. I don't know if you catch, if you caught that. Like it was so sad not. to see him. Yeah, it was so sad because I was like, uh-uh. But in reality, I'm not going to lie. In reality, I do not see them ending. I don't, together. but it's it's the, it's just the way that he said it. And I kind of felt more for Roddy because during the day, he was telling Michelle that he is an underdog. And that kind of mm. like showed what everybody else felt about him because it's like, dude, mm. he feels like an underdog already. And now Malik is going on interviews kind of like we... I mean, he was validating what he was feeling in, in his description of Rodney saying that, oh, yeah, Rodney it's is just okay. he's I was a good a- dude, but he's like a little, he feels like more like a friend zone, kind of like he's going to be friend zone. You know, it was sad. It was. But um, people like Michelle and Rodney, they were both underdog. So I feel like she, she yeah. kind of was relating to him. Um, even though I still felt like they do have this friendship, but not like a romantic relationship. I feel like they have a nice, friendly, fr- um, good friend. They give me good friends vibes. They don't give me like romantic relationship vibe like Nate they and don't. Michelle does. But you so, know what was good? Um, what? Go ahead. Continue. Continue your friend of thoughts. Go ahead. Nah, yeah, so I, I did feel sorry for him, but I did feel like I can relate to him. I can relate to him because I feel like I was an underdog growing up. <laughs> so I'm okay, like, so I get it, bro. Just keep yourself in the friend zone. It's okay. <laughs> okay, Go now ahead. let's talk to the important thing about that group date in, 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 in their conversation. One of the biggest things mm-hmm. that caught my eye in that group date is mm-hmm. when Michelle, when it's Rodney not a group actually, date. I mean, one-on-one in, that, in that one-on-one date, sorry. One of the things that caught like my attention was when Rodney actually asked Michelle about her past relationship and what she has to say about that. That was Please huge. tell was- everybody because this is so good. Listen up, guys. This is the okay. tea about Michelle's past relationship. Okay. So basically, Rodney was like, so what happened in your past relationship that made it not work out? And here you go. Michelle just goes on the full bl- rant about it. And I love that she did. She was so authentic and so real. She goes and says that, you know, obviously she's a mixed biracial, you know, coming from a biracial um, relationship and she, dating the opposite um, gen- or dating the opposite um, race. Obviously, she was really referring to maybe a white man. I can mm-hmm. tell she was basically saying she was dating a white dude. She said it's hard to feel like you have to explain yourself and why, you know, certain things happen and why you're not happy about them. So she goes on and explained that she was at a grocery store one day 
and mm-hmm. somebody, you know, a white person, I'm not going to say somebody because it was a white person, called mm-hmm. her nigger, okay? Mm-hmm. And now, she, when she got back home, she was obviously pretty upset about it. When she got back home, the white guy, I guess she was dating at the time, instead of coming and understanding why she was feeling the way she was, he was coming at her in a way of, well, you just taking that time to be bad is basically giving that person power over you. And she was, he was basically telling her that she didn't need to react that way because then now she's giving that person power over her. And she was saying at the time she was explaining herself and she was trying to feel validated for the way that she felt and the way that she was not really happy about the whole situation. But now mm-hmm. she feels like she shouldn't have to explain that. Like the person un- should have understood that this is not a word that that person should have used, first of all. And she does have the right to be mad because nobody in America, like we know our history. You do not mm-hmm. want to be called that, obviously, by the opposite mm-hmm. race. So that was something that she expressed to Rodney. And Rodney was like, wow, that's crazy. Like I can connect with that because obviously he's black. <laughs> but that was so beautiful to kind of see. And I'm glad that didn't the show didn't cut that part off because mm-hmm. that was a very real conversation for her to kind of like talk about because it's like, dude, we see it so many times. It's like, yes, and um, biracial relationships are beautiful, but there are certain things that come with that where you would have to want the person that you're dating and you would hope that they would understand where you're coming from as a black person if you're a black person in that relationship, right? So the fact that she expressed that, it was so nice. What do you, tell me what your what your thoughts on on that? Because okay, I think it was my I thought think it was dope. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I can understand where she's coming from, but hearing this story is it's really telling me how it is very hard to date someone that does not come this come from the same background as you. So. Mm-hmm. If it was a black, if she had a black boyfriend, let's change the scenario. If she had a black boyfriend and the Mm. black boyfriend told her to not let um, the person's word take power over her. Mm -hmm. I don't think she would have taken it the same way as her white man telling her that. Because Mm. I genuinely think that the white man was trying to like, like show support. In a different way, but she cannot take it like that because all she see is this white man that do not understand what mm-hmm. she's going through. So mm-hmm. just it just makes me realize how like dating someone that is not from the same race as you, like if you're black and you're dating a white person, is going to mm-hmm. be 10 times harder. Because I feel like if her black boyfriend had told her the same thing that her mm-hmm. um, white boyfriend told her to kind of help her go through that situation she yeah. wouldn't have taking it that same way that's my opinion about it you know it's more like a- if you call me ugly you're my sister i'm fine but if somebody mm-hmm. else call me ugly i ain't fine i'm gonna like be upset you get what i'm saying yeah okay so i feel I, like I, it's it's that type of situation honestly i disagree this is why because I mean, I I see where I see where you're coming from, honestly, because I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. But I think the reason why she felt that way, too, because there is a difference between feeling supported and then feeling like the person is really trying to um, like telling you why you're so mad, because what she was kind of like not happy about is the fact that he didn't see why 
she was upset that she was called that oh. ugly name. Because this is this is the thing. I don't that, think that so. word could have been tri- listen, listen. That word could have been triggering for her, right? As a black person, let's say she was in a black relationship or she was in a she was dating a black man. It could have been where the guy would have been able to tell her the same thing, but because he would be able to understand that she's mad and the reason why she's mad, she has all the rights to be mad, then it could have been different. Because I feel like what she was really trying to explain is that he wasn't even understanding why she was mad. She had to justify, like she had to feel like she had to find some type of validation from the reason why she was mad. Like it's like, oh yeah, I'm mad because this is not a word that you should be using. So I'm saying it's like he's telling her she didn't have yeah. to be mad about it. And that's where yeah. I'm kind of feeling like she, at the end of the day, as her being a black woman and a white person on the opposite side is telling you, you didn't have to be mad. Instead, you if you because you're mad, you're giving that past person power over you. She's not going to take it well. But the, if Let's it was not probably put a word guy, into the man's mouth. I don't want to put word into the man's mouth. We don't know what the I, man said. But she, she did said, mention she, it. she mentioned that the man said, do not let that man's word have power over you. But I don't think he I don't think that's necessarily necessarily saying that you should not be mad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that I think that's probably what the thing was. I think what, what the problem was with her is that she feels like that wasn't just what was being said. It wasn't just like, yeah, I understand why you were mad. I feel like that's probably where she could have felt misunderstood. And obviously with reason, there's, some, there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do for somebody that's not black to understand that. You see what I'm saying? Yes. For him, Trust it wouldn't me, be that I big of a deal. I can understand it in both ways. I wholeheartedly understand Michelle and where she was coming from. But I do have to understand that if it was her black boyfriend that told her that, it would have been different. She wouldn't have felt like he Obviously, doesn't he's understand black. me because, because he's, he's black. Exactly. So I'm there goes to tell you, like, just if you're black and you are in a opposite race relationship, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult because everything you're a little bit guarded. Yeah, because that's you feel true. like he can't understand you the way you're supposed to be understood. That's, that's true. That's 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 my opinion, but I truly understand where she's coming from. Yeah, I guess. You know what? That's something that she probably have to speak more on because I would love to hear more about what she Me actually too. felt. And that because I've heard a lot of stories about biracial um, relationship where people felt like they were misunderstood. And then their man was the racist. Other, their man was kind of like, because there is the... There is this thing where you can be racist and you don't know that you are. So yeah. the things that the way that you are going to handle the situation and are the things that's going to come out of your mouth might hurt the mm-hmm. other person without you even knowing it. And it, at the time, maybe her boyfriend didn't mean it that way where he's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I understand why you're mad, but, you know, just don't let that have power over you. But she wouldn't take it that way, obviously, because he's white. And the way that it felt to her, maybe from what her conversation mm-hmm. and how she explained it, was that he wasn't even trying to understand why she was mad. He was just saying, don't let yeah. it take over. Or it's not like, dude, you don't understand why I'm mad? Like, you don't understand why I'm acting that way? <laughs> she had to just yeah. she had to give an explanation for that. And at the time, she didn't have to. But anyway, That's let's true. move on. Let's move on. So, But that was a good topic to talk about. Yeah. Let's go into the second group date now. <laughs> this yes. is a good one. <laughs> tell me what you go ahead. What and was, tell oh, me. the second group date was um basically 
they walked into a poultry what, what was that spoken mm-hmm. word mm-hmm. those spoken words um some do you remember the name of the guy he was a famous poet it's a black um, poet yeah he was just a black famous poet yeah well you know people who listen to spoken word would be like oh my gosh he was in a bachelorette that's pretty mm-hmm. cool um there's a poet guy that was actually happy that he was there. He was shocked. He was like, oh my gosh, he's here and I'm here. Woo. Um, they really had to express their um were they expressing their love? I, I really didn't understand the point of this group date, but they had to come up with a poem about their their self and the love that they have for Michelle, basically. Or or how open they are to finding love. Right. So yeah, something along that line. Everybody had to give their um spoken word and come out. And the best one for me was um let me which one was the best one for you? Let me tell you that let's get into the spoken word thing that you were trying to go. (laughs) This honestly this group they had to be the funniest for me. Okay. Really? Um, I don't think it was that funny. I thought it was like it was funny. the whole thing you know about why? Jamie. I, they made it a big deal. No, that's really why it was funny to me. It was funny because you really got to see what's wrong with Jamie. Like he was a narcissist. Like you could clearly tell this guy oh, has yes, something going yes. on with him. So you could like, I felt like this group date had a was able to um, dive into Jamie's character, and that's why I was laughing the whole time. But anyway, this famous um, poet mm-hmm. poet guy comes, and obviously that's how they start the the whole group date. So the men were basically to write out a poem to express their love to Michelle yeah. and Michelle we're also going to do that to her future soulmate right so they each had their nice little poem but they didn't it didn't seem like they were expressing their love to Michelle sh- I I think that you know was, who was the my favorite part where we we missed no I missed that did. part it seems like we were supposed they were supposed to express their love to Michelle but it sounded like they were expressing their love to themselves why are you paying or attention about to the show, Nana? Why are you paying attention to the show? Not everyone was expressing their love to Michelle. Some of them were okay. talking about growing up, it was hard for me to love, and now I'm open to yes. this and that. Like, that's yes. not to Michelle. That's talking, that's telling a story about your life. But some of them did and open how up. Like, for open. example, Brendan actually opened up. He's like, you could see the first poll poem like he opened mm-hmm. up the the poetry slam right and he was expressing his poem to michelle like michelle was up there with him he was holding her and looking at her in her eyes while he read mm-hmm. his little nice poem and his poem while was he was beautiful. telling michelle about himself yes no he was telling michelle about how he wants to treat her and i just go watch the show Mm-mm-mm-mm. if you really pay attention to it sounded like it was flowing just because you're looking at me in the eyes with the little heart eyes doesn't mean you're yeah. actually confessing your love to me it's not they were not love they're not in it. love they're not in love i know it's the beginning they, of the show so he was literally telling him how he would love her to like how they would kind of like continue this journey on and basically Mm-mm. he's talking about my heart is love. open my soul was closed okay they're okay let's put it and this way now, they weren't confessing their love my they heart were expressing is not broken their... <laughs> that's really what they were You're saying stupid. listen 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 no okay let's just call it that he was confessing 
they were they were expressing their emotions and they were expressing their feelings. Would that make it sound? There better? you go. All but right. that was not the goal. The goal was for them to express their love to Michelle. You okay. know what they did? They expressed <laughs> their love to themselves. That's what they did. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. As you can tell, Nana is the comedian here. Um, but anyway, what was actually funny though was you're right. Let's get right to that. Jamie with his rep. I don't know what he was talking about, guys. Like, now that's what made it worse. <laughs> Yo, Jamie went south. Like, everybody's looking around like, did we miss something? Why is this guy talking about rabbits in the woods? Let's give the viewers, <laughs> let's give the listener an overview of what Jamie did. I'm going to act like I'm um, Romeo and you're Jamie. So let me go first. Romeo says, I'm Romeo. I came to find my Juliet. And the day I met you, Michelle, you were everything that I dreamed of. Now, Jamie, go, Belle. You're Jamie. So I'm going to tell you guys a story of a rabbit in the woods, right? So the rabbit was walking around in the woods, and then they saw an angel. And then the angel asked the rabbit, hey, are you okay? You seem like you're lost. And the rabbit is like, literally, yeah. guys. Do you guys understand what we mean? The goal was for him to recite a poem like Romeo did. Like he said, I'm Romeo. I came to find my Julia. And now I'm open to love. But Jamie literally came up with some random weird story. Like, so guys, let me tell you guys a story about a rabbit. And it was a rabbit. Like, what? Yeah. So the rabbit is walking around and guys, how could you not? I'm still lost about that episode. I have to go rewatch it because I'm still completely lost as to what happened that night. Yeah. But anyway, moving on, Brendan had the best poem. I think he did great. Um, Michelle poem was amazing. Michelle poem, guys. I really want to put this the clip of her poem on this podcast. I really do too. I don't know if we can because we don't want to get flat. We can put like we can put like thirty seconds. I've seen a. I've heard a lot of podcasts playing. You know stuff about. Okay, so that okay, was guys, played if on we're the able to, if we're able to, then we'll put it. But if we're not able to, I want you to go obviously and watch The Bachelorette on ABC and actually look for. Um, the second group that obviously is, I think it's like in the middle. I don't remember the exact number, but go watch it and go listen to or just Google it on. Yeah, on, we're not going to tell you guys about it. We're just going to I want you guys to go listen to it. It was really good. It was so good. Like, like we're I not even over it. Yeah. yeah, I loved every minute of her poem. And it was so authentic. It was well said, like, well yeah, written. so authentic. And it was giving, it was giving me like, man, she's really here to find her a black man. <laughs> black man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. That is why we started this whole podcast in the first place, because I'm just excited. Like, you don't understand. For the first time, we might end up having a, black couple come out of this show yeah and it's gonna be amazing oh rachel is punching a bag right now like why didn't she have all those wonderful black men on her season yo i'm telling you although brian is not bad he's being a very loyal husband right now i can tell yeah he really but anyway moving on we're talking about someone else from a season so so the group date ended well 
the night portion. Go ahead. You want to talk night. about the night portion? No, Nika. I want you to take on the night portion. Tell me what did you see, Jamie? Because I'm tired of talking about this man, but we have to get to the okay. so nitty gritty about portion, what Okay, the night portion of the date, Um, I remember where he... Okay, while they were leaving, like, I'm not even going to talk about the highlight of, like, the date and the little one-on-one that she had with everyone. But while they were leaving, Jamie was tapped on the producer's shoulder and say, because, um, okay, Michelle gave her roles to Brandon. Brandon, Brandon mm-hmm. was the guy that recited the nice poem that Obel thought was one of the best, you know, poem of the group date, whatever. It was. I really didn't care. So now Brendan is like a cute little short guy. He's like 27. He looks so young. And Jamie, let's just say he's a 36 grown man that looks like he's just he's been living life for a long time. And then, you know, he's been living for a long time. And then you have um Brendan that just started living. He's just started living. He just his baby just just came out. So Jamie, after Brandon received the little group date rose, as they're mm-hmm. walking away, going home to their hotel or their room, Jamie just tap on the producer <laughs> and said, we need to talk. He pulls the producer to the side and says, I don't know why I'm competing with a Brandon. Like, he's a kid. Like, what do he see? Like, what do she see in him? Like, how come I'm pre- competing with this person right here like i have to be here for six weeks to compete with someone like brendan and he also mentioned something else but i couldn't hear it clearly it also I know what it, it was i thought she said something about like go ahead let me say tell it. you what it was guys that's what mm-hmm. made it worse for me this dude legit said to the producer i feel like michelle is on spring break and i'm kind of turned off by it <gasps> That's what he said. No way. I'm not joking. That's exactly what he said. I had to go back on Twitter and find out what this man Yeah, I read him like, what did this man say? He, it seems like he was insulting He Michelle. was literally insulting Michelle. He was like, literally oh, was no. like, I feel like Michelle is on speed break. Obviously, he was making a stupid joke because Michelle is a teacher. So he was like, I feel like Michelle is on spring break and I'm kind of turned off by it. And that's not the first time he said he was turned wow. off. Remember the, yes. the first time he said he was turned off by Michelle decision was because of, this dude was looking. The funny thing is, off. there are a lot of men like him in this world. Narcissist, I'll tell you, he's a narcissist. That's point blank. Who, yes, what he yeah. is, Jamie. Uh, guys, at the end of the day, he kind of left. I don't even want to talk about this man anymore. <laughs> he Same. left. I'm glad because there was a big drama. Remember from last episode, he was the one that told Michelle that some the guys were questioning her mm-hmm. and that they were not really trusting in her. And she felt very insecure about it because she's here to find love and finding out that most of the men are questioning her decision or questioning her as a person, questioning her character. He started this whole rumor, Jamie, to make her feel a little bit insecure about finding love because of his own insecurities yes now it's clear that this man is very insecure now i want to add so to continue with this talk right Mm -hmm. i i'm gonna honestly say this is the first time 
Rick didn't stare, didn't scare me away. Rick, I kind of liked Rick. Okay. Oh yeah. The, the guy I that I, we kept saying looked like a serial killer. Guys, Rick kind of mm-hmm. grew on me on that little um session, that little last part of the episode in the cocktail party when he literally addresses the big elephant in the room. So Jamie had an opportunity to come clean when this whole drama happened. He said nothing. If you listen to our old podcast, you got to go listen and watch the show to know what happened because we're not going to get into the details. But Rick finally get to address it with Michelle. And he sat Michelle down and he was like, yo, listen, I don't understand where this person got this idea that the whole men, the whole um, the men in the house were questioning you because that never happened. Like literally like that wasn't part of, you know, like nobody was questioning your character. So it's like, we feel like this person was just an insecure person, was just trying to stir up drama and was being manipulative and trying to start things. And because they had your trust, then boom, Michelle finally decides to tell him, well, it was Jamie who told us. So now Michelle is caught by surprise because it's like, wait, so nobody was questioning my character for real? And then Rick decides to take it upon himself. It's like, oh, hell no. This dude did not just... She's like, well, first was his his response was, but that's sad because he wouldn't expect Jamie because it's like to him, it's like he had plenty of opportunity to come clean and he would have thought that he would be somebody who come forward about this kind of stuff and be a man about mm-hmm. it and and, and, yes. and actually let people know. So I love how he said that. I love how he said that. So he goes back. You want to take that on? Because he goes back. Yeah. In. So then Rick goes back to the boys, the men of the house. And Nate was part of the people that he went back to. It was Nate and some other guy. Like I said, there are some white people in this show right now. I'm like, who is this guy? And when did he come to the season? <laughs> but all I remember is Nate's name. Like, there are people still. I'm like, who is this person? I don't know their name. So he Rick Casey. went to Nate. Rick went to Nate Casey oh the marketing guy from Miami mm-hmm. so he went to Nate Casey and there was someone else he went to it was well it was so Rick Casey and Nate was talking about it so it was okay. Casey and Nate so yeah. then Rick went to um the guys and he told them that so guess what guys um I spoke to Michelle and Michelle told me that it was um Jamie that told her that you guys were um, questioning um, her character. And then Nate was a little bit upset. He was like, I like Nate. Nate was like, you know what? So I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk behind the guy's back. I need him to come here. Cause I don't want to be accusing him of stuff. And he's not here to defend himself. So exactly. then Nate, a man, like he's a man. He, he calls, um, True he man. calls, um, Jamie. He's like, Jamie, come here. <laughs> He literally calls Jamie like Jamie come in and you see Jamie walking. I feel like Jamie thought like they're about to have some like, you know, tea talk tea talk. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I felt like the way he was coming so confident, like, yeah, my boys are calling me. Like he was coming up like, yo, those are for my more friend. drama. They're calling me. More, I'm more gonna be on more TV time. More TV, more TV time. time. Right. More opportunity yeah. for me to be a manipulator. Yeah, more TV time. So he's coming very confident. And bam, Rick, go ahead and you know hit it and told him so it seems like I was speaking to Michelle and Michelle told me that you were the person who told her 
that all the men in the house were questioning her character and questioning her. And he was like, well, <laughs> there was a part where he was kind of literally speechless. He did not uh, have any words. He was like, uh, 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 literally, the, you know, I love how the producers like literally shows that he was mm-hmm. literally speechless, quiet. Yes. I don't know if they put on the sound, but literally, this is Jamie Gunn. Uh, 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 like literally, you know, when they say yeah. like whatever got, got, got your tongue. What did they say? Got your- yeah, cat. Yeah, cat got his tongue for sure. Literally. Um, his explanation was just bogus to me. I don't even remember the explanation. I don't think. Yeah, he it just didn't make sense. He, he no, pretty he much was, was like, well, he was going in circle and said, well, well, uh, yeah, well, I kind of, uh, yeah, I I mean, I, I told her, blah, blah, blah. And then Nate was just starting to get upset. He was like, well, yo, you could tell like, when Nate why was didn't getting you upset. Say- his hand was shaking, like he started to shake. He wanted yes. to fall up. He was. It like, almost seemed like those people, those men, want to punch everybody in the house. <laughs> I just feel like they're just of holding their anger. They but are. yeah, end of the day, it's just a, it got a little bit catty, a little bit back and forth. Um, Michelle was upset about it because Michelle realized that um Jamie did not tell everybody. Michelle realized that it was all a lie. So she went and addressed the entire group of men and mm-hmm. wanted to talk to pretty much Jamie about it. Mm-hmm. And you you can take it from there. So you when see Michelle went to. So Michelle now is coming down the line and she's basically addressing it in front of the group of men. And then she was just like, what's going on? And basically mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, guys. Um, so then who took him up with themselves so now he's just like what's going on i hear this is happening and it looks like jamie you're the one that there were nobody question nobody was literally questioning in the house so where did that come from Mm -hmm. so jamie starts talking in the amongst everybody right in front of all the men and he's like yeah but when i did tell you that you know there are people questioning you didn't i also say that you know, there was this big, it's like he was saying there's a big character. That's what he was trying to explain to the guy. There was like, it's this big character of, you know, somebody was questioning and talking about they saw you with a, a, a man and a tall, light-skinned dude at a restaurant in Minnesota. So, you know, it kind of like brought in the idea that everybody else was questioning whether or not you had a previous relationship and blah, blah, blah. And then Michelle's looking at him like, well, Jamie, why would you tell me two things in the scenario where you would tell me that first a friend told you, this is what you told me, first of all, you told me a friend saw me with a tall basket, a tall light skinned dude in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then you go and say, because of that, there has been rumors being speculated in the house about questioning my character because they wanted to, they are not sure whether or not I had a relationship outside of here and I'm here. So it's like, which one is it? Why would you put those two things together? I mean, what are you trying to do when you put those two stories together? Right. And then Jamie is over here giving faces and still not being his narcissist self looking like, uh, you're like, like he didn't say none of that. And then Michelle's like, you know what? Let me just pull you over. I didn't mean to kind of talk to you about this in front of everybody, but it just happened to be that way. So let's, Let's go talk outside. But, you know, they go talk outside. Yeah, I think that Michelle, uh, Michelle, sorry to cut you off, but I just want to highlight in this, um, that part, 
that part she handled it so well even though jamie was in the wrong and he was being caught in a lie she Mm -hmm. still gave him the opportunity to not be embarrassed she still pulled him pulled him to the side to have that conversation with him in private to give him a better chance on to explain himself himself. Mm -hmm. yep and he failed miserably at it so long story short (laughs) Yes. She sent his butt home, okay? And I was so happy about it. I almost wanted to jump and started doing a praise dance because <laughs> it was about time for him to get out. Yeah. It was about time. And the way that she walked him out, it's like, go ahead and see your way out, please. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then the men was like, oh my gosh, Michelle yeah. is, sorry, Michelle is handling herself really well. Like, that was a really great move. She looks so, so pretty too. That dress is, looks so. Oh, she looks like she, a model. She let's talk about that. Like these, they they dressing <laughs> her up well for her body type. Like she mm-hmm. looks real gorgeous in that dress. Whatever that long slit, her face dress, everything. her face, everything. Her they made her look like a princess. She looked like a queen, not a princess. She looks so beautiful. She looked like Guys, a supermodel. I ain't gonna lie, she did. She did look like a supermodel. This episode, I was feeling everything the entire outfit everything everything yeah like even the other outfits that she had are like the jumpsuits and stuff they were all cute stuff that matches her outfit yeah. that matches her body it was so cute so with that being said this was the episode recap guys um do you have any last words and who are you excited to see which relationship i want to give you a quiz i want to quiz you why are you always quizzing me? because it I makes it fun you? Why you, okay, why you, you quiz me. You qu- go ahead, quiz me about something in the episode. Um, if you can't think of was, anything right now, what was the gift given to her in this episode? Like, what was the gift she received in this episode? She received a gift in this episode from someone. <laughs> yes. Oh man. I missed that. All right. All right. When I'm watching those shows, I run to the bathroom sometimes. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm scrolling down my Twitter. <laughs> Same. What I was do. the gift? She got, a, she got a, a African from the bio biotechnician. I mean biomed student. What's his Ooh, name? I don't remember I him. I so cute... missed that. Yeah, Romeo. She got, she, no, not Romeo. The bio, the dark, dark oh. chocolate guy. Very, very dark. Oh. Dark, dark, oh, dark, no. dark, dark. <gasps> I know who you're talking about. Oh. I know who you're talking I about. Pulled the men up, and I cannot remember it from for God save my life. Um, I know who you were talking. You talking about? Okay, tell me your quiz because I have to tell you who's okay. My quiz would be like, what was? Can you name? Four white guys right now in this season. Okay, yes, I from can. this episode. So yes, do not um, put Clayton. the Hispanic. Okay. Wait, I wouldn't first. say he's white. Like he's Hispanic. Why would I say he's white? Okay, good, good, good. He's Nika. Hispanic. I can tell they the sometimes think they're white. Those Puerto Rican. You know. okay. Never mind. Let me not even say nothing. Anyway, <laughs> Clayton. Um, obviously Rick, um, Brian, mm-hmm. and Casey. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. Because I'm Are- missing them every time. 
yeah anyway guys this was the final episode um i can't wait for y'all to watch i'm excited to see brendan's journey um with uh, michelle i'm excited to see nate go deep dive into the relationship in oh my, my gosh show. that little thing hold on I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see Joe too. Joe is too calm. I don't even care about him anymore. I just know that she likes him, but I don't really care about their relationship like that. I'm gonna be real with he's you. Such the only a relationship. Nerd. He's just quiet, so I don't know what to think with him, and that's what scares me. Because I don't know whether or not he's here for her. Like he really, really cares for her. But I know that she's attracted to him. I know she sees something in him, and he might possibly win. I don't know, honestly, at this point. But I do know I she think does like Joe men. is not comfortable with the camera. That's really it. Honestly, I don't know what it is about Joe. I know you like, you kind of like, you know, that's, you know, that's your type of Joe vibe. Joe like me, but those little silent killers. Yeah, he's a silent killer. But honestly, I don't know what to think. And I, I, I can't, I just can't wait for him, for her and Nate. I know probably Nate's heart's going to get broke, um, get broken. I hope he wins, honestly. I think his heart's going to get broken. But I love what he did, though, at the end of the cocktail when he said, I just want to run with you right now. And then she literally that took was off so the cute. They and ran, they yeah. ran into the woods and they were just, like, having a good time. I love that. So it's like, I love that for Nate them. Nate is honestly. definitely going to be the winner. But we have to wrap this up. We do. We do. Because we don't want to be over an hour. With that being said, I hope to... I hope you guys tune in next week to hear our episode and recap this episode of Michelle's season. If you are not watching it, I'm telling you, it's a pretty fun show to watch. There's so much drama. So I hope you guys tune in. I hope you guys tune in, guys. And the guy who gave her the gift name was Leroy. He's a biomedical. Leroy! I love Leroy. He's this black chocolatey. Oh, man. Nerd looking. You gotta go watch. You gotta... You got to go watch. Anyway, guys, tune in. see you later. Well, tune in later. We'll talk to you next tune in. Thursday. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. share, and also leave us a review so that we can get noticed on these platforms. Um, oh, so yes. we appreciate your support and we'll talk to y'all. Bye. Bye.